Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Red Bull penalty cost cap edition. Oh, yeah, <laughs> here we are. I was trying to make up a title for it on the spot, and we are here to finally. talk finally about something that went on last year. We're nearly at the end of 2022, and we finally got the answer to what 2021 and what was going on there. And if you've been living under a rock, or maybe you've just deleted Twitter, I don't blame you. But we have got the news that of the penalty uh, that Red Bull have received uh, from the Formula One's governing body. Uh, they've essentially entered into an accepted breach agreement, an ABA, with the FIA. So... They were found out after all of the administration and after basically submitting uh, their finances for 2021, that after all the, the lookings overs, overs, over, uh, that they breached the cost cap, the $145 million cost cap. They breached it. Now, there's a lot of talk about what did they do, what didn't they do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we now get a clarification that they exceeded by £1.864 million. Uh, and within that... There was a one point four three, well, one million four hundred thirty-one thousand four hundred thirty-eight pounds of that was because of some tax credit thing that was not done properly. Uh, so, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of that because who really cares? Uh, but <laughs> I guess the key thing is that they didn't actually knowingly go one point eight million pounds over. It was because of some different, um, and it was incorrectly submitted parts wasn't it so that like yeah, catering yeah. Mac, you know the max for catering and all that stuff <laughs> um, that was yeah there you go um that was the part of the four hundred thousand, and the other 1.4 mil was because of this tax credit thing um so yeah confirmation they did exceed uh the cost cap and the penalty that they got is seven million dollars fine but not from their cost cap needs to be clarified this is just literally out of their bank you know you owe us seven million dollars and then 10 percent reduction in wind tunnel cfd time which actually works out at seven percent because it's 10 percent of their 70 percent which is seven percent so let's clarify that so it means they'll get 63 percent uh of their allocation rather than 70 percent it's very confusing isn't it formula one's not that you know 10 percent penalty <laughs> it's not a 10 percent penalty it's a seven percent penalty yeah um, which will enrage uh people even more i assume but there you go tommy what's your first thoughts oh first thoughts are i'm glad that it's finally <laughs> out there is my first thoughts and yeah it's a difficult one to really know what the right decision is because it was never going to no, no one was going to be happy at the end of the day i've i don't think i've ever seen this is just the state of formula 1 now formula 1 has never been so polarizing with mercedes versus red bull you know it feels like that football mentality of like rivalries now and um 
make of that what you will, whether you think it's a good or bad thing, but uh, Mercedes versus Red Bull, this for me is like the epitome of that rivalry, really, that, you know, Mercedes are the ones in particular. For I've done it as well, like gone in uh, on them, but it very much feels like, you know, Tote's twisting the knife. Um, Red Bull um, people obviously will think that it's a harsh penalty if you're on Red Bull side. If you're on Mercedes side, you think it's a lenient penalty. And yeah, there'll, there'll always be people that think that Verstappen you know, should have been penalized and disqualified from the whole championship. And other people will say, you know, Red Bull have been punished. But now we'll see because Mercedes said themselves, didn't they, that they know you can go over and just get a fine. And I think at the end of the day, the fine is not really, um, I don't think, is that much. Even though it's the second biggest fine in F1 history in terms of monetary value, um, the fine itself is a bit like, oh no anyway to a company like Red Bull, isn't it? Let's be honest, because they're big overspenders and would have spent a fortune before that um, from the budget cap. It's the wind tunnel, which is the is the punishment for them. Let's not understate that the 7% that uh, they have been reduced by from 70 to 63 isn't going to affect them, because it will. Uh, mm. Every second that they have uh, in that wind tunnel is crucial. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, look, they overspent and therefore they've got an amazing car, so it's not really going to affect them because the, the changes aren't happening. And fair enough, they do have a very good car already, but that you can't, I don't think you can really say that that £400,000 is what's caused them to have this incredible car. Um, now, I think a lot of the anger is more towards the FIA here and the fact that it's just not been clear for fans as to what will happen if the cost cap is breached. It was all wishy-washy, vague uh, answer, uh, vague sort of you know penalties that could be applied. And for, to be for them at the end to, of the day. yeah. It, it, it's such Otherwise, a difficult situation yeah, to talk is. about though isn't it it's mm. what is the correct way to go about this on one hand you want vague penalties so that teams don't know can't weigh up what they can get away with or not because they don't know what the faa will decide or do you have strict penalties where you have you go one pound over and you lose everything yeah. and exactly because <laughs> because like you like you were saying at the start it's all tax and stuff and people will say oh you know that still means that they've overspent in this area in this area but should you be disqualified for the championship for like catering um that's obviously extremely harsh and then other people will just say well you know a breach is a breach and if you go over and that that'll be mercedes argument now um it'd be really fascinating to see whether toto wolf and mercedes follow up their sort of threats of well we'll just go over then um which you i do wonder think that, would right? do well for the, go I think well the for reason them. why it wasn't a more harsh penalty is because the FIA sort of stated that they were transparent with their with all of their sort of processes. Red Bull didn't try and hide anything. There was no fraudulent behavior from what uh, you kind of understand. Which uh, was the what key said. messaging from that Ross Braun quote, right? Yeah. It's, if you fraudulently go over the cost cap, you you know, you will basically be thrown out the championship. Um the the whole tax thing is not is not something I'm an expert on, so I'm not going to say you know if they should have done that better or not. I don't think many <laughs> yeah. people are, um, but it's it's I, I'm so, I, not I'm not usually on the fence with things, but this one I'm like I genuinely don't know what the right answer is. Maybe that's not being on the fence. It's just baffled by how the cost cap can be done or, or 
carried out in the most effective way. Um, uh, probably worth mentioning the other things that were said. The FIA said the decision of the COSCAP administration to enter into the ABA constitutes its final decision resolving this matter and is not subject to appeal. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what Mercedes, etc. have to say uh, <laughs> in Mexico. Um, it's, it's pretty it's obvious long- why they've put that on the end, isn't it? So, because if they hadn't, Mercedes would be straight on the phone going, well, we don't agree with this. And same with Ferrari, to be fair, they've been adamant as well uh, that they don't agree with it and think it should be an extremely harsh penalty, which is funny when they obviously had their little engine fiasco little, in 2019. Uh, closed sealed document fiasco (laughs) that they all seem to forget about very they're all as bad as each other let's be honest all the team principles they're all uh yeah whatever side you're on they're all there for themselves they're all even even zach brown that we don't tend to see you don't really hear from him being properly out there and making like pretty bold statements but he did didn't he if he was like oh if there's a team to be found uh, you know, going over the speed uh, speed limit, <laughs> cost yeah. limit, uh, then it's it's cheating basically. Mm. And I guess you could say, yes, Red Bull did have or spent more than than what was allowed. So is Zach Brown now going to carry on and say that they were cheating? Still, is he going to keep that up? What? Yeah. You, what narrative the will they keep cap? going with? It's going to be you, fascinating, isn't it? With the... it's going to be entirely fascinating because I think it is going to polarize the grid in a lot of ways because. Yeah. Big team principles, Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren may well still continue pushing on this narrative of this isn't fair and yeah. is a 10%, 7% uh, reduction in CFD and and a $7 million fine, which is not going to affect Red Bull in the slightest, really enough of a penalty. But then you, you then weigh up the argument of is a penalty, uh, should you take into account the fact it's Red Bull and therefore, ah, they won't be hurt by a $7 million pen- penalty. They should be fined $70 million. What I don't understand or think is unfair is that I think that $7 million should come should come out of their next budget. That hurts mm. the team more and is more of a penalty. The $7 million is nothing. They, they'll no. blink and they'll be like, oh, oh, that's gone, isn't it? Oh, it's been replenished with a Red Bull sale across the world. Yeah, because that's not part of their budget cap, like you say. And Red Bull, for years, have been one of the teams like Mercedes, like Ferrari, that can spend over the budget cap, right? So the the top teams, the reason the budget cap is there is to try and close the grid up because uh, your Alfa Romeos and Williamses are never going to spend the amount of money that a Mercedes or a Red Bull can. And then it just means that Mercedes and Red Bull are always going to be the best teams because they're miles ahead. They've got so much more money to spend and they'll always be ahead. So this is meant to make it closer. So the fact that Red Bull... Seven million, like like you say, is is nothing uh, for them really because they're a multi-billion-pound company. You know that's just they probably don't quote me on this, but they probably make that from energy drink sales about every hour, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean it's, they're an enormous company, uh, so a fine that's just out of their back pockets is not good enough, in my opinion. Um, I think that it may well have. Pleased a lot more fans, not that the FIA are out there to please fans, but also feel like justice has been served. Maybe is that that seven million dollars was out of their actual cost cap because then that you know that hurts. Or you know, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, "Well, look, if they overspend by X, they should then have to pay back five times, ten times, fifteen times, whatever." Uh, but I, I I fully expect these cost cap regulations mm. to be uh, altered and 
changed moving forward when all the teams, especially the big teams, constantly bang on the drum of this isn't fair. Yeah. Uh, because they the FIA can just go back on themselves and just be like, well, look, it's only the beginning. Like this is just we, we're just we're still learning. Like the cross yeah. cap, like we don't know what we're really doing here. We're just trying to feel out what's what's right for the sport. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Yeah. And then look at, I mean, Aston Martin again. They, um, their procedural breach, they've been fined uh, $450,000, which again, Lawrence Stroll, like you were saying before we started, um, probably hasn't even noticed that come out of his bank account. So, yeah, it's a difficult, it is such a difficult punishment because money finding big teams money yes that would be huge for one of the smaller teams but the bigger teams it doesn't really matter or or mean a lot because it's not really a lot to them it's not uh there's a lot of discussion going on in on twitter and in our twitch chat wtf on official if you don't follow us already um it's uh it's a really fascinating uh topic to talk about uh could you talk about the fact that it is not just one sum, but a 70-page document describing the cost cap? Could you talk about that? What's that? What do you mean by that? Okay, one. Not sure. Uh, Oz Henry says, I feel instead a 1.5 million hit to cost cap instead of the fine is not overly harsh, but will affect them. Like I, Honestly, I've not seen two people come up with the same solution <laughs> to this penalty. And, and... This, and this just shows that there'll always be disagreements with whatever the, the FIA decide. Um, you know, I'm not here. I'm not going to pretend that I think the FIA are doing a very good job at the moment because they're not. And we've also had the Alonso news that happened, which I think is ridiculous as well. Very glad that he got his P7 reinstated, but also at the same time shows that it's a bit embarrassing and they're flip-flopping here and there. But it does just show that you're never going to make everyone happy. And uh, like you say, if, if they just set a this is what you get when you break the rules. Teams will weigh it up. And that's the biggest thing here is that teams will weigh it up. And well, Mercedes are already threatening that anyway, aren't they? Going, well, if it's only a fine, we could just spend what we used to and then go, oh, you've got a £150 million fine. Okay, well, we won the world championship. And mm. that's marketing that we'd, that 150, even if it was like 100 million or whatever, like the marketing behind Mercedes winning the Formula One World Championship as a car manufacturer, that you yeah, know, that's a no worth brainer, it. isn't it? <laughs> so, it's a no brainer. Um, and, and I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of quotes as we heard. Oh, I think Hamilton was speaking about, oh, if we had an upgrade here, which would have cost a hundred thousand or whatever it was, uh, then they, I know, I'm sure they uh, probably exaggerate the impact that, that would have had, but also they're going to say that whatever 400 and whatever thousand it was extra spend could have changed the outcome of the world championship last year. Uh, when you look at how close it was between Verstappen and Hamilton, um, there's a, a, a message from to you in the chat. 10% flat reduction is better than 10% of 70%. It penalizes lower ranked teams more for cost cap breaches. I think I'd probably say with that, the lower ranked teams aren't getting anywhere near 
uh, the $145 million cost cap anyway. So I don't think that <laughs> particularly affects them too much. But I do, yeah, I guess that, yeah, I suppose you do get penalized more even if you don't do as well and still breach. But <laughs> I'd, yeah, it's, that it's... one's an interesting one. I don't know, I don't know why they've not gone, because that's why I assumed it was, was a flat reduction until I then heard that it was uh, not, not the, uh, not the way. Um, I saw Corinne Chandock's penalty saying, uh, penalty? A tweet, sorry, uh, saying that the financial penalty to Rebel may appear light. However, losing 10% of wind tunnel time will mean that if everyone finishes in the same order, because of course uh, the wind tunnel time is decided based on where you finish the championship, uh, they'll have 12% less than Ferrari and 17% less than Mercedes. So that's quite a big, big amount of time uh, for a Formula One team when, you know, like testing is banned and all that. Um, so yeah, we will we will see how much it affects them. We will we get indeed to Bahrain next year, and Verstappen's two seconds quicker than everyone in qualifying. We'll go. Oh, they're fine then. That didn't <laughs> but, affect them at all. But if Mercedes have built a rocket ship and uh, it's a lot closer, then we'll see. Uh, question: uh, Salma Sayed, do you think that the cost cap stuff shouldn't be known to the public? Oh. I feel like the process probably wasn't the best no. in terms of they've done this, but we'll let you know what happens. Yeah, the, the whole process has been a bit ridiculous and delaying it, and that's just fueled the kind of angry mob more, hasn't it, that they're saying, we're going to do it this day, and then delaying it. And then, um, obviously, one of the delays was due to the, the math shit thing, which is understandable, um, despite what some people think, but it, it is understandable. So, um, yeah, I guess... This goes way back to something we discussed in the initial podcast, and some will say that that's a non-issue compared to Rebel actually breaking it, but it should be, in my opinion, investigated how every team knew that Red Bull had done this before it was publicly available. That, to me, is quite sus and makes you think what's going on in the FIA. This information is getting leaked to people in the paddock, journalists. Um, you know, they weren't, they weren't basing it off a rumor. It was pretty sure that they went in and they they knew that this was the case. So, yeah, one day, some I'm sure one day. I'm fascinated that one day we'll probably be have like a tell-all book or something about <laughs> what's so. been going on in um in all this stuff and the FIA and stuff. That'd be fascinating because it does seem rather shambolic at the moment. Oh, Formula One, eh? When, when are we just going to be able to be like, wow, what a race! Actually, to be well, fair, that last, was last race yeah. and last, and race, last race, race as well. We were enjoying that, but um, we'll probably wrap this podcast up here. Um, let us know on social media what your opinions are. I'm sure you probably have already. To be honest with you, um, every opinion is wrong. Apparently, not right. Uh, but sure here we are. Is. Uh, thanks as always for, for joining us live on Twitch WTF on official if you don't follow us already we're going to carry on on Twitch for a little while longer but on audio platforms thanks so much for listening and we'll see you very soon for another podcast bye bye waving again waving for audio. you're, you're waving for Twitch even though we're not leaving on Twitch yeah but... true every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.